I had to. Top five. All right. All right. I'm going to just let it go. Step by butt. It has to go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. My both. <laughs> like, hold on. Wait. What's up? Welcome back to another music episode of the Committee Podcast. It is Tribbles, a.k.a. Little Kim's first cousin. And I'm joined by the usual suspects. I'll let them introduce themselves. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Summertime Sai, on everything. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that. Yeah, this is uh, Marcus Sniffles from Twitter. I'm uh, Nicki Minaj's PR agent. I'm trying to do some damage control tonight. So let's try to... Let's try to fix what's going on here we this will be a really really dope ass episode in my opinion you know we got the queen's episode i think we're gonna probably call it like the queen's court or something um but tonight we're gonna review uh nikki minaj's queen that just dropped we'll rank her uh discography and we'll also give our top five mcs we may even play a little a and r but right now before we move on to nikki's the album queen we want to address or speak about um, the passing of Aretha Franklin today. She passed away at the age of 76 to pancreatic cancer. I'm still hurt, you know. I know a lot of reports came out a few days ago that she was in hospice and stuff. So I've been praying like OD, but you know, unfortunately the worst happened today. So how how are Summertime and Marcus feeling about this news that we got earlier today? I am distraught. Oh my God. I'm so distraught. I know, honestly. And I, and it's what's so fucked up about it is because when I found out at the time is like my birthday. So every, every day, subconsciously, I look at the time at 914. And when I got the news this morning, it was literally 914. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. Like, damn. 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 <laughs> right? Like, shit. Damn. So yeah, I'm, I'm hurt because I'm a huge Aretha Franklin fan. Like, my mom used to play her cleaning up. I mean, I I got the catalog. Like I remember the 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 tapes, the the like the actual tape side A side B. Like he's definitely a living legend. Like one of the all time greats. You can't mention like the influence of music without mentioning Aretha Franklin. She's one of the best singers, has the best voice. Like she paved the way for a lot of singers. And that's this is a tough one for some people. It's a tough one. But yeah. uh, we still got the music though. We still got the music. We still got the music and it's and it's time. But it, you know what's so sad about it is that they're like there's nobody to replace Aretha. Like Yeah, we don't have any that I think that's the the reason why it's hitting a lot of people hard. It's just like the people, you know, people are passing away, they're transitioning, but it's no one that we can definitely like just step up and put them in their place. Like it, no right. it, I mean we don't we right. don't no, it's no other princes out, you know, that are coming out. There are no more Michael Jacksons. There are no Aretha's. No, there are no, you know, there's no Whitney's. Like, it's just, we're losing. Well, I don't know. I think Chris Brown, I think Chris Brown might be able to fulfill that Michael Jackson moment, but he still got along. He still has a lot of, of music to put out before he can take that. But interesting. Interesting take. Do we have um, favorite, like, Aretha moments or, like, what's your number one, like, Aretha Franklin song? When she shaded Mc- Nicki Minaj, <laughs> I think she got like I saw a clip that she like she like asked, somebody asked her about Nicki Minaj and she was like I'd rather not <laughs> I'd rather not even speak on her. <laughs> it was bogus. I wish I could find that clip because it was it was bogus. It was oh, whole shade. I but, the, um, um, when she, they asked her about Taylor Swift, she was just like gowns, beautiful gowns. That was that was gonna be mine. <laughs> Because they asked her about like uh, Adele and some other singer. She was like, oh, yeah, they're great singers, great performers. Uh, it was Alicia Keys. She was like, oh, great performer, great songwriter. And then the interview was like, what about Taylor Swift? And she was like, she has nice gowns, really beautiful gowns. I was like, God damn. And the thing is that she could say that because who's going to check Aretha? Like, like yeah. what you going to do? Exactly. What you going to do? She's from Detroit. Yeah. Like, OK, OK, Taylor. And your Swifties, your Swifties are going to come for Aretha? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, the whole, the whole Detroit rising up for Aretha. Right. Exactly. That's what exactly. I have. You know, I wonder how shitty Nicki Minaj feels right now because she was the... God damn. She kept on the fact that she... <laughs> the fact that she broke Aretha's... <laughs> <laughs> damn. Like, damn. Can I blame Nicki? Let's wait. Oh, it could God. be. Nicki, Nicki could have raised her blood pressure. But check this out. <laughs> 
I actually came into this episode like I want to be like cool with the barbs. You know, I got some good talking points about Nikki, but Nikki may have killed, like had a reason to do with Aretha passing away. No. It's so sad. All those Instagram no. about beating Aretha's record. Like, come on. She was talking too she, much shit. She was talking cash money about too it. Too much shit. Too much shit. Aretha was living her best life and Nikki just kept bringing her up. You know, trying to slander the queen, having those little nine-year-olds talk shit about Aretha. They don't know, they don't know they're the reason that Aretha's the reason why they're there. So you know, Thanks. Thanks. Kate, all, right, all right, all right. So I had I had a conversation with a teenager today, and I'm like, "Do you know who Aretha Franklin is?" And he's like, "Yeah, wasn't she like the Beyonce of her time?" I was like, "I don't know." It was a lot of Beyonce. It was a lot of Beyonces of that time. Listen, if if you pay attention to it, as we matriculate in music. Like the numbers just like decimate every t- like. Let's go to the '90s. It was multiple '90 R&B groups putting up real niggas numbers, going number one. Like now you get a group. It's just always one. And or mm-hmm. if you look in the '90s, as far as like Queen Latifah and MC Light and uh, Angie Martinez, like all these people coexisted at one time. It was never like oh she's number one. It was like oh they just all dope. But as you get matriculate mm-hmm. through music, it's like, oh, you gotta have the one. It's only one. Like you can't have a Cardi and Nikki just be running the game. It's like one of them has to have the the, the driver's seat. So it's just weird. I think we already yeah. transition. So we're we're gonna go from the Queen of Soul once again. R.I.P. and prayers to you know her family, friends, fans. Um, but we're gonna move on to yeah. the Queen of Rap, and I'm gonna put a question mark at. The end. Super question mark. How, um, super how question mark. How are you feeling about Queen? Now, Queen is a 20 track album, if I may ask. When it dropped, it was only 19, but she added Fifi on there for those streaming numbers. So, how do we feel about uh, 20 tracks of Nicki Minaj? And uh, Marcus, you start us off. If you are her agent today, let's start off strong with a good argument. Yeah, uh, off of the first listen. First listen. That shit was fire, man. I'm not going to lie. What? That shit was fire. I was what? listening to it, and there were a couple standout tracks, and I was like, yo, this is what I wanted. I think yeah, so this fun. is what I needed. I really appreciated some of the songs. I'm not going to say it was a perfect album. I thought it was it was too long at some points. It kind of dragged a little bit, but off of the first listen, I was like, yo, this shit is fire. Like, she's really out here rapping. But that's, but that's me. You know how I am. You know, I got the cape on or whatever, so. Okay. So, what, what, what did you hear? So, I was kind of like the opposite. <laughs> I, I I had a week with this album, right? Like, I'm not gonna lie. I think how I went into the album, I wasn't expecting much. Like, I was just kind of, I just wasn't expecting that much because of the singles that she put out. However, there were a couple bops on this album. I'm not gonna lie. Don't deny her. Don't deny her. The more I listen to it, the more I'm like, okay. But it's a solid five song. Like, legit, I think it's a solid five songs that I do have in a rotation at this moment. Like, that's the honest, that's honest. But the other 14 where she's singing, she's kind of doing her R&B pop, Nikki. I'm straight. I don't so, need to listen to that. I think I'm like the perfect sandwich in between because what I said was it, this Nikki this Nikki album worked for her, her core base. This wasn't a Nicki Minaj album to draw people in. If you were a casual fan, you had a casual list of like songs you fuck with, kind of like side. First listen, I wasn't here for it. I had my favorites. Uh, well, the, well, I won't say favorites, but the songs that stuck out first listen, but I was over it. I was like, it's no way I'm going to be able yeah. to do that twice because I, I like to give every album like two listens. So when I do the second listen, I'm in a different space, a different mode. I listen to it and I'm beginning to like it a little bit more. I personally am not a Nicki Minaj fan. So this wasn't my album, but like you said, there's some bops on here, some stuff that I'm I'm, I'm replaying. It is. There's some hard, ass, there's some hard ass tracks in this song. She, I feel, I feel like she was rap. She, was, I feel like this is her best rap album. She, she, yeah, I do, I agree. Went, I do agree. She went, she, she went deep with bars on this album. Um, I think, and a lot of it, like even for me, I know she prides herself on like breaking down her lyrics on Twitter, but it was a couple of bars. I actually ran back, like, wait a minute, I caught, you know, what I'm saying she caught a pocket, and you know, she went crazy. So right. What now? Now that we know that you know, size fucking what maybe like five or six. I got maybe six or seven. Sniffles loves seven. Yeah, Sniffles loves the whole fucking album. Well, what? Let me let me say this. Majority right, of the album. Well, right, right, right. At this point, I do not want to hear Nicki Minaj's voice for another week because 
because of during, no during this whole process like when i when, once this album dropped like i said before i was like this is the only thing i'm going to listen to and i've listened to this album so many times i went back and went and listened to her first album I really to are you second serious? album i watched are like i watched i watched the funk flex interview i watched the title interview i watched the rap genius that's a lot of Nicki minaj talking so after this episode i'm not going to listen to this album for about a week because I, I can't I've, i'm nikki out right now yeah nikki nikki has been all over the block yeah, you od'd on that she has infiltrated my mind right now like if you go to my apple music Pain, yeah. you can, and you go to like recently played it's just making nice, nice yeah that's nice. that's 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 borderline um standish well it, it's because i knew this. Very, I, I know it's beyond standish <laughs> at this point triple i knew this is it's, what we were it's talk a little about. scary it's a little scary i know and you immersed yourself into the bob world that's very interesting i, I tried I though i honestly i tried i did now i did run back all the albums i actually tried to do it before queen but i ended up finishing it up after queen but what? Oh, so give me names of tracks. Like, what tracks are we replaying, Marcus? After a week, uh, you know, for me and you, maybe tomorrow on our commute to work. For me, uh, LLC, mm -hmm. Army Dreams, Hard White, Good Form, and Come See About Me. Mm. Okay. What about you, uh, Summertime? I actually have that exact same list, but I'm wow. switching out. We're right here. I'm switching out. Come See About Me for Thought I Knew You. So I'm definitely replaying um, Hard White, LLC, Good Form, and yeah, Barbie Dreams is okay. I mean, I wasn't like super duper, I don't know. I mean, I still prefer Biggie and Kim's version, so well, but I, it was it was good. When I first heard that song, the very first listen, that's when I was like, oh, this shit is fire. That was the song that got me. I was like, oh shit, this is what we're doing? This yeah. is what we're doing. That was the uh, song that got me. It, it did a, it did one of those like dope ass like throw up the alley oop, and I was waiting for like a special dunk to like slam dunk it for the rest of the album, and it was just was like, no, she just left me hanging. Like the album was like all over the place. Like it just seemed like it wasn't, it, it wasn't like put together well because she would go from like hard white to a bit or something like that. And yeah. or, I think the only flow that made sense to me was like Chun Sway and Chun Lee. I, Chung right, song, yeah. First off, Chung Sui is the worst song on the album. That oh. let me let me come out because I, I think I've been too nice to Nikki so far already. Like, let me go <laughs> something mean and then bring it back. I think Coco Chanel is the worst than Every single feature she had was not needed, and it did not elevate any of those tracks. I didn't need to hear Eminem. We talked about the Wayne and the Rich Sex thing. I didn't need to hear that. I didn't need to hear Sway Lee. I didn't need this uh, new Foxy Brown with the fresh hearing aid. I didn't need that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't need any of that. I didn't need that future song. I didn't need any of those features. She literally could have done this album all by herself, and I probably would have been a little bit more happy than those features that I got. I did. I did. I did enjoy uh, I the uh, Eminem feature. I I enjoyed the Eminem feature. I thought he really he ripped at the end. I don't think that it, I don't. I don't think it should have had no features, but because but the thing is, I think she does need some help. I know she like prides herself on like not taking help from like creatives, but she needs to like she's like a J Cole. Like she's about to start getting some ideas generated for some other people because her ability to place the right features on the right song is like eh. but people place her on the great songs that's what i don't understand I she, mean, gets, she, she gets, gets great, great features, but right and i think like for but, me what i wanted to hear more of on this album was like what she gave us on hard white i like i like right i'm that bitch you can't say shit to me nikki bars like that's what i like to hear from her i don't so hard. So i don't hard. care like she we talked about this before. I do, I think she does it better than Drake, the whole R&B singing thing. But I personally don't want to hear that from Nicki. I want to hear bars. No, like, I'm taking R&B Drake. I'm taking R&B Drake over R&B nah, Nicki. No like, chance. No chance. Oh, Nicki, come on. Are you Nicki's serious? A, Nicki's a he better make, singer. Oh, come he's on. A better, he's a, she's a better singer than Drake. Now, and the thing with Nicki Minaj is that because she I doesn't went, make like great songs. When I went back and... and Listen to her first album, and she was doing the singing back then. Oh, that was dope. Pink Friday was dope. She was. She sounded really like nasally, like she was singing out of her nose. And like right now, to where she's at now, she's definitely a better singer. She's gotten better at singing. So when it comes to hard raps and 
singing ability, I think she's got Drake by like a lot. Like I don't even think it's close. Now Drake, I think Drake singing puts ability, he puts man. yes, singing ability easily, rapping easily. Like this is this is not a question for me anymore. Like I feel confident and comfortable with my with my stance that Nicki Minaj is the best artist on that label, and it's not really close. I, I think, think that that's definitely true. I and what I give Nicki over all the all the rap girls over majority of the rap guys is her ability to switch her flow. I love the fact that yes, all twenty of those tracks. Yeah, she had a different flow. She came on the, came on each track different. Nothing. Her flow never sounds the same, and that's what I love about. That's what I actually do love about Nicki Minaj is that I know. Wherever I see her name, her voice may sound the same, but those cadences, those pockets that she catches, so, so different. She's, so she's different. versatile. Yeah. Doing that, I mean, arguably, arguably, I think maybe Kendrick, Kendrick, maybe he's up there, up there with her doing that. But and and Jay, I, I personally think Jay, of course, um, he he does a good job of switching up you know, his cadences and how he comes on tracks. But it's not a lot of rappers that can do that. I was I, in. I was in a separate uh, group group text with a couple of my my friends, whatever, and I was like, "Yo, if I had to start a start a label, like right now, Nikki would be in my top five, if not number one." And I and I think as far as what she brings to records, like I feel you like his, really drinking the barbecue. history You're history history, the right history is history is going to remember her as one of the great feature artists. Like she's up there with like oh Bust, Buster Rhymes and like Ludacris in his heyday. Like Nicki Minaj on a feature, she's I, never. I feel like she's never been on a feature where you're like, yo, she kind of got washed on that one. Like she shouldn't have been on that song. I, I don't think I can name a song where a Nicki, Nicki Minaj was featured, and you're like, yo, they kind of just dusted her off of this track, and she shouldn't have been there. That's never happened. And she's and she's not like rapping with, you know, a little Uzi Vert all the time. She's rapped with Jay Z, Nas, Kanye West, Rick Ross. She's rapped with Two Chains, Jeezy. She's rapped with big name. Wow. Artist. She gave two chains of verse on I love those strippers. I went back to listen to that. Nikki was it's it's weird because and I think that's why so many people are frustrated with Nikki is because we clearly see the decline. At that time, like when Nikki was in her I mean, we have to say it now in her peak, I don't think we appreciated her a lot. At least I didn't. I didn't I didn't. And so like listening to new Nikki and what we've been getting like material from Queen and going back to um, some of her rap features and P even Pink Friday. I'm like, yo, Nikki kind of was nice. Like, I think I was riding my my little Kim stand mode too hard. She was actually giving us some heat, some bars. But now, personally, I don't hear it. Like, yeah, no, I it gets us spurts, but it's not as consistent as it was, you know, when in the beginning of her career. Right, and that's the thing. It's just like. We just want more hard weight. We want more LOC. Like you said, we just want that, you know, that shit talking that she that she do. Well, All that singing shit, I could still do without the singing. Even though I know people apparently love it and they accept it, I'm still good without it. But whatever. The the place that I, the place <laughs> go ahead, I, Bart. The place <laughs> the place <laughs> that I, the place that I've gotten with uh, Nicki Minaj is that I I know that I'm not her demographic. Like I know that she's not making. A, most a majority of her songs for someone like me, someone in his thirties, that's a man. That's but still, when people say that, like, why not though? Why why can't she be a female rapper that that can spit uh, the people to, well, to men in their thirties or forties with kids? Like, there why there can't are she? there are songs like that for me, like Barbie Dreams. That's a song for someone like me, Hard White LLC. But a song like Bed, that's not for me. Like, I, and I'm not, I'm not saying that Bed is a bad love your old white girl. Yeah, but bad is for Ariana Grande fans, young teenage girls that like that kind of stuff. That's for them. They even, like they like even, the big work, so they know a Nicki Minaj song. Yeah, so I mean, I I I understand that there's going to be some songs on this album that were not made with me in mind, but there's going to be some songs. Bed. There's a large nobody. I don't know any man that's going back and being like, I'm finna listen to Pink Friday. I don't. I don't know. Uh, dude. I, I, and I, do I don't the, know if it's a if it's a, a ego thing or what. Do you? Well, no, you are. So. Not not the pink print. Uh, no, the pink print. Not Pink Friday. Pink print. I'll, I'll go back and listen to that. And I listen to okay. it. Okay. So, I'll go back to those. So since not we're pink print was decent. Since we're talking about her albums, this was album number four. Where does Queen fall? 
like in this list? I think it's number one. I mean, it's kind of a tie between Pink Print and this one. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's only got two. I'm just, I hate them both, so. <laughs> I literally couldn't like I really tried to go back and like revisit the Pink Friday Roman Reloaded thing but I can't because I can't get with the acting I can't mm. nah, I don't understand what she was doing with the first with her first album because it, it was Pink Friday and then Pink Friday Reloaded and then Pink Friday Roman's Revenge like I, and I went back and I listened to all of those I'm just like what is happening Why, how did this happen and that's why I'm not exactly sure whose fault this is or who's in control of Nicki Minaj's career, but I feel like they dropped the ball with that. You've re-released your first album three times. Like you can't do, you gotta come out the gate with a great album. Like there's no Reasonable Doubt part two. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, let's re-release Reasonable Doubt. There's no re-release Illmatic. There's no re-release of the college dropout. The only albums that get re-released are usually bad albums. Like. The Blueprint 2 got re-released and they had to condense it because the original wasn't that good. And that's how I feel about the Pink Friday. When you do that, it's like you're saying, like, okay, we made a mistake. Let's try to get this back together because on the Roman Reloaded album, there were some hard songs on there. And I'm like, how did these songs get left off of the Pink Friday? How do you leave Come on a Cone off? How do you leave bees in the trap off? How do you leave? How do you put starships on there? Like, there's there's some HOV lane. I'm your leader with Cameron and them. Rick, like, how do you leave these songs off your album? Those are some hard songs that you. And I don't know if that's her doing that. I don't know if it's Baby. I don't know if it's Wayne. But someone was asleep at the wheel, and I feel like that hindered Nikki's start to her career. Even though she's had a great career statistically. I think if she would have came out the gate with a solid first album, people wouldn't have the issues that they have with her right now. So, with you know, that, I'm very proud of you. Because <laughs> I was like, articulate? I'm trying. I'm trying. No, it was very articulate and it was very objective. That's, that's all right. You're kind of coming out of the sunken place. Uh, okay. But, but I don't know where to, I guess I don't know where to, how to rank her albums because, like I said, she re-released the first one. So I don't, I don't really count. Pink Friday Roman Reloaded as an album. I just I don't, yeah, I don't. I just don't count that because it's just it's just a bunch of songs that she should have should have did. So if I had to rank her albums, I'm going from the newest to the oldest. Like I feel like she's gotten better with each album. So Queen is the best, then Pink Print, then Pink Friday. Does she have a classic album? Yeah. I think she I thought Pink Print was pretty Pink close. Print might, if, yeah. if she would have took off some songs and if she would have had a harder intro, like her intros are pretty, pretty weak. Not weak, but just yeah. kind of, they kind of drag. You forget Gan- them. Ganja Burn was way too long. Ganja Bo- Burn was way weird. too long. It was a I weird was like, opening. It was a weird opening. It's there. a weird way to start the album. And then it, when you get to four minutes in, that's when the breakdown happens. So there's like another 30 seconds. You're like, what the fuck, man? Like, how long does this song last? And that's, and that's what I thought. The first listen, I was like, I like this song. But this, is, this is taking forever. Like, let's get to it. Let's get to the rapping. Let's get to the next song. This it's, it's just drug forever. For me, let me tell you one thing that shocked me about this album. Because I was looking for, you know, she delayed it. The album was supposed to come June 15th. Then it got pushed to August 10th. Then it was going to be August 17th. And then we got it on the 10th because of this amazing song that was supposed to happen, which I'm assuming is Coco Chanel, right? They said it was a, the Nas song. The song of Nas, sorry. That was the song that got... It, it it didn't make the album, so that's I'm pretty, pretty sure that was yeah. that that's the one with the the sample, yeah. Yeah. Oh well, Coco Chanel surprised me because I was not expecting a Foxy Brown feature. I out of all the people that like out of all the female rappers that she could have went to, I was not thinking Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown makes sense because of the you know the whole beef with Lil Kim, and they both have beef with Lil Kim. I think I think that was a a jab, but I am a little Kim, a Kim stand, so uh, you well, know, I can be biased. Through through all the interviews I listened from her, she did say that she's been trying to get Foxy on her last two albums, and, she, yeah. and they just haven't been able to make it happen, and she finally got yeah. it. The thing that's disappointing is that she's been trying for so long to get her on her album, and the time that she gets her, it's a terrible song. Terrible. It's a horrible, it was such a horrible song. It I makes was, me never want to listen to Foxy Brown. I don't again. know. 
Yo, I said the same uh, thing. I promise you, I said the same thing. I was like, maybe this is why Foxy don't rap no more because this was bad. Like, this, well, isn't I, good, she, like, this is this is. I was over there like, yeah, I could have sworn I read Foxy got a corrective hearing surgery and she didn't need them hearing aids anymore. This shit is trash. Like she has to listen to this. Like she had to listen to that shit and say this ain't it, sis. But it, maybe it was not it. it maybe they were in a crunch for time and whatever. But. With that being, like I said, with that being a surprise to me, are there any collabs that you just would love to see happen with Nicki Minaj? Like Nicki Minaj and fill in a blank, do a track together. Has she has she has she collaborated with Ti? Not to my knowledge. I'm was, gonna. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, no, no Ti tracks. What about you, uh, Sniffles? Just name one, or because I have a couple. Shoot. <laughs> it would be um, Big Frida, Pusha T. Uh, I think I had City Girls on there. That Pusha T shit not happening. That Pusha T shit is uh, not happening. Yeah, obviously it's not happening. Now, <laughs> that was that was on my uh, my list. Uh, fuck, who else was on there? Uh fuck. Well, I'll just go with those. I'll try to find it, but I, I did tweet it out. I just can't remember it. I don't. Know. I want to see Lil Kim. Like we all know, Nicki Minaj was was like. Branded to be the second coming of Lil Kim, I want to hear some like city girls type music infused with some like Trina raunchiness coming from both of them. And then I actually, I actually would like. Matter of fact, I want to hear like a Lil Kim Nicki Minaj collab album, like uh, "What a Time to Be Alive." Hmm. <laughs> that's what I want to hear. Like, oh about- man, I don't know how that's gonna sound. I, I bet you it'll sound dope. I'm, I'm think about, but think about where Little Kim is with her rapping these days. Think about her sound. We're gonna make her. I don't, I don't make know. Currencies, makeup. We're gonna get Diddy. <laughs> we're gonna get Diddy on the project. Like it's just got. Yeah, if I got had creative control, I would definitely make that album happen. I think it would be. I think it would sound really dope. Do like a ten track project. Don't you know? Don't do a full length like sixteen, seventeen tracks. Ten tracks. Have Nikki, she can sing on a couple of them to get you know, do a uh Kelly Rowland and Trina here we go again type track. Having Nikki on the hook, bro, it's gonna work. I'll take nine songs max. Yeah, uh, the other two artists that I that I had on my list, uh, outside of Big Frida, City Girls, Pusha T, was Janelle Monet and mm. Kendrick Lamar. That actually might be a really good song. I feel like her. I feel like Nicki and Kendrick working together would be a great idea. I don't know why that hasn't happened yet, but I feel like that should happen. Wow. Because when we when we go when you go back and like look at Nicki's career and how she raps with like the voices and changing the voice and stuff, Kendrick does that too. And I'm pretty sure Nicki was doing that before. That's very interesting, and I I I kind of I kind of rock with that. I do like that matchup. You put Nicki and Kendrick on a record. It's kind of like okay, she. Like, can you can you can you hang with Kendrick? Because she's she's hung with everybody else. She's hung with Drake. She washes Drake constantly. She washes Wayne. She's washed Kanye. She's washed Jay Z. All these rappers. Can you watch Kendrick? Come for the king. Do it. Do it with wow. him. Wow, that would the barbs need to hear this and get in her but, ear. And, but that's not that's not what they want to hear. The barbs don't want to hear that. That's true. That's, that's true. what I want to hear. Barbs don't want to hear that. Damn. It would be it would be a great move for her career though. Well, Nikki, you know, Nikki pays attention to social media. She does. <laughs> so Nikki, if you see when we throw on the hell out of this podcast, a little bit way too much. A little too much. Right. <laughs> hit it, hit us. I'm gonna take her phone away. Nikki, Nikki, hit us up, you know, and let us know why you haven't done a song with Kendrick. Because I I I kind of really, really want to hear this now. More than I want to hear that Kendrick J. Cole project. But anyway. Oh, we're talking. We're talking about female rap today, and I thought it would be cool to come up with our top fives. This is straight preferences, people. So when you hear these lists, please don't like shoot and threaten us and suspend us because Twitter getting rid of like everybody's account today. <laughs> so this is just what our ears love to hear. We not like just put the disclaimer out from the beginning. So I guess. Summertime, you go first because Marcus went first last time. Who, who is he? T- and they don't necessarily have to be in order. Just give me just top five at random. All right, top five, top five, top five. MC Light, Queen Latifah. Um, I'm actually taking Jean Grey. Woo! Um, 
Lady Luck because I'm a huge Battle Rap fan and I love Lady Luck. And I would have said Remy Ma, but unfortunately, Remy, Lady Luck is, is replacing Remy. Yeah, Remy. And Rhapsody. I'm a Remy. huge Rhapsody fan too. Remy got to catch the beat. I don't think Remy's going to make anybody feel oh, Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Because of the of the music she's been putting out lately, but look him definitely definitely like okay. But I just her her new music. I'm she's she's getting decremented for that. <laughs> spicy, spicy. God, you wouldn't no, like anyway. you wouldn't like all legends there. I'm going to get killed for. Come on, let you want me, you want me to go first? Shit, Top five. I, yeah. listen, you would like all legends. You went all heavy hitters on that one. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go next to try to soften the blow for uh, Marcus. So um, I don't. My top five is out of order, but my number one is solid. It's gonna be there in permanent marker. Kimberly Denise Jones, aka Lil Kim. Um, love like love 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 Lil Kim. Um, I got Trina, Eve, Missy Elliott, and surprisingly, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I love Gangsta Boo. I think it's just. She's just left field. She's that left field pick, kind of how like summertime has Jean Grey. Like she's dope, but not many people know who she is and what she really can do. My honorable mentions: Cardi. Cardi's on that list. I wanted. I I almost put Cardi in my top five. I fucks wh- whoever has her pins. Um. So Cardi, <laughs> Nicki Minaj is, is, is an honorable mention. Oh, uh, you know you finna get roasted for that. You know you finna get roasted for that. What you was you was you was spot on with Eve and Tr- and Trina and Missy, but Cardi top uh, honorable mention. Cardi's my uh, honorable. Nikki's in my honorable mentions. Dreezy from Shy Town, my honorable mentions. Shout out, shout out to Dreezy. That's my girl. That's my girl. And of course, the new girls, the city girls, Young Miami. These are not your coin. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, okay, okay. Now I just wanted to shout them out. And now I like try to shout city girls out every time. But no, on some real shit, honestly, who almost replaced Gangsta Boo. But I think her group work was more solid than her solo work was Diamond from Crime Mob. I think yeah. if you listen to that first Crime Mob album, you can totally Diamond was fucking spitting. So Diamond almost made my list, but as far as her whole career, like a lot of her solo stuff, I don't really, I don't really, um, so I didn't want to put her up there. I feel like we should get a round of applause for going this long talking about Nicki Minaj without bringing up Cardi B, because there's been a lot of uh, people talking about Nicki Minaj and her album that cannot go five minutes talking about Nicki Minaj without bringing up Cardi B. So I mean, it's because Cardi B put out the best female rap album of the year so far. Um, yeah, I mean, I see that's, I I mean, that's either here nor there. I'm just saying, I feel like we should get credit for being able to do that because there's a lot of people who just aren't capable of talking about I was going know, rappers to mention without going LLC. both ways. Well, I, w- I was going to mention the shots taken all throughout LLC and a few other took- places in the album, but I, I didn't want to be the person to start the conversation. But she took hella but shots. But Nikki Mad, she big mad. Oh, she, yeah, no, she took hella shots, and, that, and that's what she should do. She should be taking shots when you're the, when you're the. The queen of rap and take shots, you know. If I'm the queen of rap, I'm not using my good ass bullets to shoot down to bitches that can't touch me. Don't, I, hey, don't I, feel, I feel like they can touch me. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot them. So don't duck if they don't apply. That's what she said. Don't duck. If oh, she's not. Oh, Nikki, but Nikki's nervous. Come on, man. Y'all know <laughs> she's nervous. Hey, check this out, listeners. We are literally we are trying to find a barb. Uh, if you don't know what a barb is, a Nicki Minaj stand fan to interview next week because we're going to talk about Nicki's like social media antics. We'll probably talk a little bit more about the music, like just everything that's been going on lately. So if you know a barb or a person that's really in love with uh, Nicki Minaj way more than Marcus, please hit up the committee. <laughs> the committee uh podcast let us know like dm us as you were no as you were describing a barb i was like a marcus yeah sniffles but worse i'm here if you you think right kj kj because kj is like the youngest person (laughs) i know kj get call your friends call the girls from the from the high school and say hey you want to talk about Nicki minaj with some like grown adults they'll be they'll love it they can curse and everything i volunteers tribute send send me (laughs) <laughs> but um yeah so we so we are we are actively avoiding that topic just for next week so i know some people are probably gonna listen like well how do you feel about her being crazy i think she's on drugs that's the quick answer but we'll diverge more next week 
Um, yeah, who are your top five, Marcus? You trying to sneak away and make us yeah. change the so we don't hear your top five. Okay, this is personal preference, right? Like, this is just. I'm not going to judge you, but we hear you. I know. I know I'm going to be. Ju- I know this isn't a safe space for this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get judged hell for this. All right. One. So, starting from the bottom. Okay. Uh, Beyonce. That's a good pick. I would have picked that too. Next is Missy Elliott. Good one. Next is Cardi. Oh, let's go, party gang! Wow, wow, wow! <laughs> you have Beyonce. Let me live. Beyonce. Let me live. Let me live. Let me live. Okay, All right. I focus on this market. Let's go. What you got? Next, I got Trina. Let's go. Who's number one? I actually have six on my list. Uh, Rhapsody, Rhapsody, and then Nicki Minaj is number one. Take Nicki off, and that's a dope ass list. City Girls was uh, number eight or number yeah. seven. We, we so love, you're telling me that you yes. telling me that you're taking um you're taking Beyonce in top five. She's top number six. six. She's six. Number six. Hey yo, if y'all would have disowned the members of the committee <laughs> podcast for their top five list, I am right with y'all. These people said <laughs> listen, shout out to Beyonce killing that ape shit live in Beyonce in top five female rappers she'd be spitting though all right all right okay she can spit though hey lyricists we talk about rappers like we got lyricists that's a whole different list i got wow marcus i thought i was gonna actually like slander your list but i don't hate it i know i knew i knew Sai was gonna hate it like after after i heard size list i knew she was gonna crush my oh yeah well because it's top five I felt bad for not necessarily putting Lil Kim in top five. I mean, technically, she should be up there, but it ain't come no on. <laughs> I'm sorry when I'm when I'm talking about a rapper, I'm thinking rap. But you know, I take Nicki Minaj over Beyonce. I mean, Nicki Minaj can actually rap really well. Beyonce I mean, can rap. She can spit. Man, all she right. got bars. She got committee bars. Pod- committee podcast bars. Who's the better rapper, Beyonce and Nicki Minaj? Oh, <laughs> on the official Twitter page. Wow. Oh, that's that's. I don't hate Marcus's list. I think it's different, but I don't hate it. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. We. This is a good episode. We have not slandered Nicki Minaj to her maximum. <laughs> We have not brought up Cardi B. Oh, we really haven't. We're doing good. We're doing. We're trying. I had an analogy already for it and everything. I was like, all right, they're gonna bring up Cardi B. I got this analogy. It's gonna work really well, but I don't need to use it. So not. We'll use it next week. I'm. I'm gonna be on full slander mode next week (laughs) with our Barb guest. I'm being on full slander, Nikki mode. Exactly. So, continuing. Like I guess talking more about Nikki, she gets a ton of backlash for not supporting female acts. Although she put, you know, Coco Chanel on, um, I mean, what's that girl name? Foxy Brown on Coco Chanel. And she also did a remix to Young, one of Young and May's songs or something. That, that's what she likes to point out when, you know, we have these, art, I mean, these discussions. So I thought it would be cool if, like, we could put on, like, a hat or a mask or, like, a 30-inch weave and become Nicki Minaj for a day and actually support, you know, have the infinite support of, a couple of female rappers coming up and coming rappers who would we pick um and i guess the criteria i said i wanted to focus on acts who came out after 2010 the acts can be currently signed so she you know we have the power to steal an artist off of the label and to join our fake nikki label and they can even be local rappers so i'm interested to see if we're going to promote some soundcloud cloud rappers right now <laughs> marcus who, who's your um, I didn't. I I couldn't get five, but I got four. Okay, uh, enough. Um, my fourth one is Dej Loaf. I kind of feel like she came and went. She should <laughs> she should be here longer. Like she, I feel like she's got a good uh, original sound. I feel like Big Sean maybe should have did something. Like could have brought her along a little bit. Maybe put her on an album. Seeing that she's from Detroit, but uh, Dej Loaf definitely could use a boost, and I think Nicki Minaj could provide that. And I feel the same applies to Young M.A. They're both from New York. Uh, they're totally opposite when it comes to their personal life style. You know, Nicki Minaj is more girly girl, you know, makeup, all that. Young, M- Young M.A. is the total opposite. So I think them working together, kind of meeting in the middle somewhere would would help up, help Young M.A. My next one would be Cupcake. Okay. Uh, she's, she could, she's, she's a nasty-ass rapper. Yeah, it's, I mean, no, it's, it's no way to sugarcoat it. There's, there's no, there's. This is what she does. She's about 
that sex shit, that sex talk, that nasty talk, that freak shit. That's what Cupcake is. Tap the head on the dick. I think that's my yeah. favorite song. Yes, I've, I, I had to clutch my pearls a few times listening to her. <laughs> I was like, my guy, I need to I go really, What's her name? What's her name? Cupcake. Uh, Cupcake. Yeah. She got, she got three Ks. It's C-U-P-C-K, I mean, C-A-K-K-K-E. Okay. Yeah, and, and Nicki Minaj, okay. she doesn't she doesn't stray away from getting nasty on the record, so I feel like they could work well together. And she's obviously she I think she's actually independent. So her uh, number four would be No Name. She's okay, a really good writer. She's almost like a poet kind of rapper. Like she's I guess she's a rapper. It's kind of uh, she's kind of like in that middle gray area where it's like, is this poetry or is this rap? It's definitely music. She's definitely a dope writer. And this just came to me. My number five would be every time something big happens in hip hop, there's this girl on Twitter that puts out a, oh, a freestyle. I don't yeah. know what her name is, but every time I listen to her, I'm like, this bitch can spit her ass off. I don't know what her name is, but she should. Yeah, I don't even I don't even know it. But everybody knows what I'm talking about, though. Like, you know who I'm talking about. She's like, she's got thick eyebrows and she's got slit in one of them. But she's a she's a really good writer and she can spit, so I I put her on there, whatever her name is. So. I'm I'm like gonna try like Google like figure out her name as we record. But um, for my top five, I went one Cash Doll um from Detroit. She just got her label situation kind of like figured out, but I think her and Nikki they have similarities in regards to you know subject matter. Um, number two was Asian Doll. Uh, Asian doll is who I consider Nicki Minaj to be talking to, and she's like, "All these bitches are my sons." Like, Asian doll is one of the sons. I think she's from Texas. She just signed with Gucci Man, but um, I think just they uh, similar to Cash Doll, they have the same kind of like not necessarily flow, but the same subject matter. Three is this new artist I just found out about maybe like two weeks ago. Her name is Light Skin Keisha from Atlanta. I just think she's dope. Like she's a she's just she's different. Like it to me, she's like the female like Yachty or Uzi or something. Like it's not bars, bars, bars. It's kind of like club trippy music, but it's it's not bad at all. Um, or I had Cupcake as the same reason that Marcus said because she's nasty. And then five is uh, Amaretta the Great from Atlanta. I just think she has a dope pen. She can spit. They're kind of like trying to clean her image up to get her like on the girly side. And of course, Nicki Minaj is all about long weaves and makeup. And I think she can help out with that too. So that's my top five. All right. So I came up with a top five. I, I've, I figured it out who Nicki Minaj should definitely collaborate. Sweetie, that's one. Mm, yes. I'm shocked that nobody yes. said Cardi B. How do y'all not want a Nicki Minaj? Nah. I mean, they had that one song, but. Nah, I I would take that. I want to I want to hear just them two, not them two amigos, but them two. Who else? Dang, I had I had all the top five. I just lost them. Uh, City Girls. I definitely want to hear her with City Girls. I think that'll be super dope. And Mila J. I mean, Mila J. Has been coming out with these little uh, monthly EPs, and she's she's really good. I think she could benefit from a Nicki Minaj feature or project together collaboration. And then the last one, Sabrina Claudio. I think she would they would she make raps? a good I no, she doesn't rap, but as far you know how like she got this whole thing with Ariana Grande, this whole you know, R and B future. I would take Ariana, I would take Sabrina and her and, and Nikki uh, instead of Ariana. But no. no, she doesn't necessarily rap, but but neither does Mila J. I mean Mila J kind of does the the, the pseudo rap thing too. She be trying. <laughs> oh, okay. So I found the girl's like YouTube page, the girl that Marcus was referring to. It is Love is the Answer. I'm trying to find her official Twitter and Instagram, but go on YouTube and type in Love is the Answer and you should see the rapper. Yeah, she's a really good rapper. I don't know she's if she's signed. I don't know if she's signed or not to anybody, but she should be. She's really good. I think she's trying to be signed. I know she did a um was it Sway? It's either Sway or Flex. She did a freestyle that went, you know. All of most of her raps go viral, but that one went like really, really, really viral. So maybe somebody's been paying attention. We'll hear hear from her soon. Oh, Dreezy would be a good another collaboration with Nick Minaj too. Dreezy is just trying to Dreezy, yeah. Dreezy, like to me, I know a lot of people gave the crown to Katie got bands really easy. 
But to me, Dreezy was the face of drill. Like the lady drill movement, I think Dreezy should have been the captain. Katie got yeah, more. Katie, Katie got, got dance was, was another. She was another type. I need to hear that. <laughs> Shout out to Katie. Yeah. Katie got Katie got Ben follows me on Twitter, so really shout out. Hey, shout out to Katie. I love. I fuck with Katie. Obviously, I'm from Chicago, so I fuck Marcus, with. Marcus, you know, you yeah. know, who Katie got bands is Marcus. I don't. Oh my! I'm sorry. Pop out, yo. Go, go. Listen to Pop Out now. Okay. Pop out with King Louis. Shout out to King Louis. Shout out to Chicago the Drill Movement. Um, yeah, but like I was saying earlier, we're gonna do a part two to this episode again. If you know any barbs, let us know. We'll definitely try to like DM them and set this up so that we can have an honest and open conversation. Honest, about, honest, it's be gonna be honest. honest, be honest, honest and open conversation about Nicki Minaj. that I don't hate Nicki Minaj. Can we just? I don't hate Nicki Minaj. I just have high standards for her because I, when I see talent, I expect the talent to be exuberating every time they touch a mic, a court, uh, you know, wherever they are excellent at. That I expect it every single time, and I'm constantly always disappointed with Nicki Minaj. I get dope features and horrible albums, and it's time to have an honest conversation about it. Does anybody know how many uh, records she has left on her deal? Because I know Drake is out of his deal, right? How many, how many records? How many more records does Nikki have to do? Because I, Nikki probably signed a five or six album deal. Yeah, because I I know just based on what I I've seen from her, she's like loyal to Lil Wayne to death. So I don't feel like she's going to leave Young Money, Cash Money, but I feel like she should, and I think someone else needs to take control of her career. Because like I said at the beginning with her first album, they dropped the ball. She stumbled out of the blocks at the beginning, and I think if she were to get with someone with a better ear for music and that could kind of had the clout to kind of rein her in on social media, I think her career would go off without a hitch. Like from, from That's not out. even, I don't even think the label is the issue with Nikki right now. I think Nikki's, because you know, the label are, they're not necessarily with you every single day. You build your team, you build people that you're comfortable with, you know, that may, may be family members, best friends, whatever. She just has too many yes men around her. She's in that she's in that Kanye West area right now. And she's also like she, yeah. she can do whatever she wants. And it's like at some point you need someone to be there to say, No, we're not putting this song on here. I know you love it. I know the barbs are gonna love it, but we're not putting this one on here. You have a song like this already on here. You don't need this. You don't need to do these kinds of songs. She needs a person to tell her no because I don't think she has that. No, and she needs someone to pull her from social media. We talked about it before, you know, with her using social media to try to reel in, reel in new fans and you know keep the fans that she does she does have. She's the example of that that older parent, you know, that parent that's really good on Facebook and they get a Twitter and they're just lost and don't exactly. know what's going on. I think that's what's happening right now to Nicki Minaj. I think Nick, Nicki's a very sensitive person, and, and having Nicki have access to people who really could give two fucks in Twitter land is mm -hmm. not what Nikki needs. I think, I think, like we said with Drake, I think social media played a lot into this album, going in and addressing certain things and also making a certain sound. So, yeah. I, I just think she should have went the, the J-Rock route with Redemption, just kind of just be focused on what you're trying to do and have a cohesive album that you can just jump in and jump out of like j-rock's album is like 45 minutes tops and this one is like an hour over an hour and she's adding more songs to it so it's just like you just gotta she's you gotta cut the fat that's all you like and there's a lot of people that have this issue i think drake has this issue also but there yeah. are also two artists that are chasing um uh, stats but i mean let's let i mean drake is not posting it on instagram every time he hits one but they're you, they're both clearly chasing stats at this point i think that that's so annoying how artists like post the stats their stats i just think that's super corny just let them speak for themselves and you know when you're grammys <laughs> like i don't know about grammys because that's I mean, I, I know we, we talk about it and, you know, I talk about it on Twitter when Jay-Z gets nominated for so many Grammys and doesn't take one fucking home for his great work. You know, we start to denounce the Grammys, but I mean, keeping it real, keeping a buck in, in the music industry, a Grammy speaks a lot um, yeah. about what you, about your ability and how other people consume that. So if you're going to be on Instagram and Twitter 
talking about I'm you know I got 17 Grammys do you but I really don't care what you know the uh, RIAA certification people tell you I don't care how many times Spotify has streamed like that shit don't matter yeah yeah like you know or I think I think I value just awards more than I value like I don't know the uh, I mean I guess the top the charts matter too but can you win an Essence Awards and BET like how how much you racking up how many gold you know I don't I don't I don't know how much stock I put into awards I if it's good music it's good music and that's kind of what I'm a fan of but I do understand the value of winning a Grammy or a BET award or VMA yeah there, there is value I'm not gonna I'm just saying if you're gonna value. post something. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I'm just saying, like, if you're going to post something, like, I mean, because those things don't happen that frequently. That's not like an everyday thing. No. Uh, with stats, and ch- I mean, it's like basketball. Like, they're going to come up with a new stat every day. Nicki Minaj was the yeah. first black female to land on top 27. Ch- you just be like, what? <laughs> like, you ain't even know that she was supposed to care about. Right. It could be something that we talk about later, but I mean, I keep seeing like numbers like streaming numbers and total sales and just just in 2018 i don't know what a good first week is i don't know what good numbers are anymore a good i don't i don't know because people don't really buy records like that people are streaming a lot more before streaming when someone put out an album and you had to physically buy it i knew what a good first week was i knew that if you you know did a couple hundred thousand that's a good week that's a great week I still personally go off of pure album sales to say if you had a strong week or not. Um, to me, like, uh, Ash, uh, no, shoot, shout out to Howard. I was about to say Ashton Travis. Um, Travis Scott's Astro World, I think he's looking to do like 250 first week on pure sales. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's really good. Nicki Minaj is looking in, uh, I think she was at 130, and then they said with her adding Fifi, she may go like 150. That's not bad. It's not Cardi, bad, but Cardi did have- more. Let's say Cardi. Let's also point out Cardi did more, but it's not bad. But it's bad for Nicki Minaj. It's kind of the 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 thing with the Carter the Everything Is Love album. I forget which numbers it did, but it was a pretty low album sales if we compare it to Jay Z rollout or Beyonce's rollout. So but is it is it bad if you also consider how what her streaming numbers are like are those included into those numbers also? I, well no when they say pure sales those are literally itunes or you went to target and purchased the cd but i'm, I'm guessing if you look at nikki's streaming numbers are pretty high i think they gotta be yeah but i mean anybody can doctor in my opinion any, uh, any major artist can doctor streaming numbers i think to me i mean that's the game that's uh, and, and that's the confusing part about it is that's part of the game now is to be able to manipulate the numbers to make your sales or streaming or your streams go up like drake is at a billion streams or something like that that's right like he put scorpion on a on a gospel playlist on spotify that's playing the game and that i don't know what the what those streaming numbers mean like does that mean anything like i mean i mean it means checks like each he's getting the money yeah yeah i mean you get money but but it's like I hear I see I hear these numbers about the streams, and I'm like, well, Scorpion wasn't that good though. Like, why are we still talking about it in regards to these numbers that it's doing? Like it well, did the num- same it did reason, numbers. The same reason why Nicki Minaj does it. It's the, it's the exact same thing. It's I mean, I, I feel like we could do a whole episode. Oh, keep, about that. yo, Kia, keep that, keep that same energy. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, this is also what I wanted to say. This was supposed to be my hot take drop the flex bomb. I personally believe this Nicki Minaj Queen rollout was. 10 times worse than that Tiana Taylor rollout. Oh, get out of here. No way. Dropped, no way. No way. Um, no way. Yeah. No way. Not even close. No, you're, not even, you're not even talking about the music. The day Nicki Minaj album released, you were talking about one song for about two hours, which was Barbie Dreams, and then you were talking about her Funk Flex interview. None. This whole rollout, is, has Nicki has gone out to, for it to be about the music, and we never talk about it. Her Funk Flex interview... That's on Flex. Funk Flex interview, uh, it was an hour. I have it written down somewhere. It was an hour and 20 minutes. It was an hour and 20 minutes, but they only mentioned the word queen for the first time 38 minutes into the interview. 
That's 30 on, minutes. That's on, that's on Flex. He's a bad interviewer. And he didn't know he was just, he was being messy. He was being messy that whole interview. He takes control over all of the interviews that she done. That interview with Elliot Wilson. Elliot Wilson had to fight to get those answers. Marksman at Genius had to fight to get his questions to be answered. Nikki takes control over all of those. I thought, I thought the Genius was the best interview I saw from her. I yes, three, she didn't I have, was the best. She only took two of the pills. She, you know, I mean, oh, that, it wasn't. It wasn't the other four that she had when she been, she's been doing Queen Radio. Yeah, but also I just don't think that Flex gave her a good interview though. I feel like her, her his questions weren't really that good. And it was just but as an artist, he was, he was going to spin that and go back to what you intentionally came to do. Nikki Nikki knew she was there for Queen, but she wanted to talk about Safari. She wanted to start this mess. She wanted to keep no, her game but I don't think she wanted to do that. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Flex and Elliot Wilson were going for the viral moment. They were asking questions to get her to say something that will get you talking about that interview because I didn't even know about the genius interview until this morning. And and I watched it and I was like, oh, I, I see why no one's talking about this interview because she didn't really, there was no drama with it. They really, I'm not saying she didn't take, you know, a couple of shots here and there or contradict herself. But for the most part, that whole interview was about her music and her writing process and who she'd want to work with, stuff like that. Those are, those first two interviews were a lot of personal stuff, relation and stuff. And I'm not, I'm not blaming just the interviewees because Nicki Minaj needs to, to know that she doesn't have to answer every question. Like she doesn't need, she doesn't need to address her personal life. She doesn't need to address her romantic life. She doesn't need to do that. Cause then that takes away from the music. She doesn't need to mention a lot of, of the off the field stuff, the stuff that doesn't have to deal with the music. When she's talking about the music, she's good to go. But I just, I just didn't think Flex did a good job interviewing her. And I thought Elliot Wilson was going for the, for the viral thing. And if you're doing a Nicki Minaj interview, I, I don't want to come off as disrespectful, but you cannot do it in front of her fans. Oh, she, fuck no. They, that... are, they do not know how to act in public. Oh, they don't. Gosh. Like, it's 10 minutes. Like, out of the, you know, 90 minutes that they're talking, 20 minutes is spent with them interacting with the fans, telling them to be quiet, telling them to sit down, her hyping up, rapping her old songs, rapping current songs. It's just like, yo, we didn't come here to listen to the crowd rap. We can't even listen to her talk. And the crazy thing is, is that we joke about the twelve-year-old Barb's, but these were grown men. I watched. I, I seen watched, it. I, I seen watched it. the hell out of the Elliot Wilson interview, and she like the whole front row was like grown eight, ass men, twenty-five to forty, buff bearded niggas, and I'm like, what is happening? I she just got too many yes men. That's just it. She just has way too many yes men around her. Well, listen. I don't want to. I don't want to diverge and go into negative uh, Nikki route yet because we don't have our barbs here to enlighten us. Because we may be missing something, you know. As common people, casual listeners of Nicki Minaj minus Marcus the Barb, we may see something that the barbs may know know way more about. So once we have this person or group of people on to kind of give us some insights, we can give our our real feelings about this rollout and what's been going on, but I wanted this specific episode to be focused solely on Queen and, and praising Nicki Minaj. And like we said, this, well, for me, technically it's not an album that I feel like will make my top 10, but Nicki did a decent job. It was a decent album. It wasn't horrible, but it's not a, it's not a great album. It's not a classic album in my opinion. So do we have shout outs before we go or something? Yeah. I just want to, I want to shout out, uh, I know we already talked about her, but I'd like to shout out Aretha Franklin one more time. She has a voice so powerful and so moving and so just grabs you that she will make grown men say that you make me feel like a natural woman. And you won't find a man that will say that publicly that they've done that. But I guarantee you there's men all over the world that have sang their heart out to that song saying that they feel like a natural woman. And that's something that only the likes of an Aretha Franklin can do. Shout out to my um, my cousin Bubba. He put on Facebook two days ago that that's what he did. So you are right. And Bubba is like six nine, like tall, big buff ex basketball player nigga. So you're right. Aretha did give he she did bring out the softer side to grown men who are in tune with their feelings and their sexuality. <laughs> yeah. I just want to second that shout out. Um, grieve for those of you who need to grieve. Take your time. No one's going to rush you through this. Um, and then shout out to everybody who appreciates really 
good hip hop and doesn't include Beyonce in their top five rappers. Uh, <laughs> I just want to shout out all uh, the real old head hip hop fans who remember when Beyonce was just a singer. Who so essentially summertime is shouting out all the rappers who wrote their raps on brown paper bags. Yep. Um <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. And uh, beat with pencils. Shout out to you guys who, who put, did. They put double, uh, double. Was it double D batteries in the back of that boombox and walked down? That oh yeah. Um, for me, really quick shout out. Shout out to the Ox DJ, of course. Please make sure you follow us. I promise new content is coming soon. I'm working on something really, really dope for the month of September. Um. Shout out to Chaz Green from Trill T, one of the sponsors for the committee podcast. His birthday's coming up Sunday or birthday's on Sunday. Thanks again for checking out our music episode. We'll be next back next week with the Barb or Barbs. We out. <laughs>